What's going on, my beautiful people? Hey, welcome to episode 15. The last one was uh, actually recorded and posted in December. That was with uh, Miss US World, Ashley Ingram. Uh, I took a break, mainly because holidays is a tough time to try to schedule people. And then, of course, it was winter and it's dark. And if you know me, that's not a good time for me. And so, sun's back out and I'm back at it. This time, I sat down with Larry Googe and a guy named Pete. They are the founders of Star Mountain Paranormal Research and Investigation. They also have another company called Haunted Adventures. You can sign up with them and go uh, actually ghost hunting. And you can find them at hauntedadventures.org. I'll put a link to both their websites and Facebooks in the show notes. That way you can follow up and reach out to them. They've got some exciting things coming up. One of them is a trip to Brushy Mountain State Prison in September. So you can go up there and check that place out. We talk about a lot of things. Um, we talk about their experience. We talked to Pete a little bit. He's uh, used to be involved with the occult. We talk about how he got into that and some things that he learned. We talk about some places around here, McMinn, Megs, and Monroe County that they visited that you can go visit as well. And one of the things about them is that even if you're a skeptic, they will take you out and let you decide for yourself. They've got all the equipment, and they'll teach you how to use it and teach you what you're looking for. Um, now, a couple of weird things happened for me in this episode. Three of them, to be exact. One, uh, before it started, I decided I'm going to record this on my phone, get a video of it, and then put that on YouTube. So I pulled up YouTube, I hit record, I got it in frame. I had a, the waitress there named Destiny. She comes in, she checks it. Yeah, it's all in frame. I'm like, is it still recording? She said, yeah, it's recording. Everything's going great. I'm like, okay, perfect. So we started the podcast. About six minutes into the podcast, my outlet for the soundboard shot straight out of the wall and landed on the floor, and my sound went dead. So if you hear this period of silence at about the six-minute mark, that's what happened. So I reached down, I plugged it back in, everything's recording, we kept talking. That's weird thing number two. So we're talking and talking and talking. And finally, about the 59-minute mark, somewhere around in there, I look down at my laptop, I use Audacity to record these podcasts on, and it's not recording. It's just stopped. And so when you're listening to that, you'll hear he's in one conversation talking about something, then all of a sudden it'll go right back into something totally different. Um, it, it's not a bad editing thing where I was trying to edit and move things, because as you know, I don't edit these podcasts. I give them to you raw. Uh, that's what happened there. So that was the third weird thing. After the podcast was over, uh, me and Larry and Pete, well, let me get that grammatically correct, Pete, Larry, and I were all sitting around talking. I said, okay, guys, here's some weird things that happened. I set my phone up to record. Remember I told you that earlier? Somebody else verified that it was recording. She checked the frame, made sure we're all in it. There's not one video on my phone. It's not on my YouTube page. It did not record. I don't know what happened. I'll chalk that up to a technical error. Uh, that outlet shooting out of the wall. Can't explain it. My foot wasn't on it. Their feet weren't near it. It just shot out of the wall. That was weird. Um, that's when I started going, uh. And then my laptop just stopped recording with nobody touching it. That was weird. Now, those two guys explained to me that because of what they do, 
delving into the spirit world and things like that all the time, they kind of have a target on their back. And so to them, the spirits are really messing with us, trying to thwart this podcast from going on. Uh, I also talked to Angela Wilson. You might remember Angela Wilson. She was episode number four. She was a Druid priest. She knew I was doing this podcast today and started messaging me. And then after the podcast was over, she gave me a call. We started talking to her about what happened. And she said, oh, yeah, yeah. She says, Scott, when people like that are doing those things, they have spirits attached to them that will try to mess with things like this. She says, so absolutely, they're right. So I don't know. I'm still kind of skeptical. They want me to go on a couple of adventures with them. We might do that. And if we do, um, I'll be sure and let you know. In the meantime, I want you to listen to this podcast. Decide for yourself. And if you've had any experiences, hey, put them in the comments section, whether it's on Facebook or Podbean or whatever app you're listening to this podcast on. Put them in the comments. Let me know what you think. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time. For the guys from Star Mountain Paranormal Research and Investigation, I hope you enjoy. See you later, you beautiful people. Larry Gooch, brother. Thank hey, you for you doing, doing this. I'm doing good. Thank you for taking your time out of your day. I know you got a busy day ahead. Well, it didn't look that way, but it turned out to be busy. <laughs> well, uh, you know, you you said Etowah and Inglewood's football team are merging. Yes, and I got to be there at two o'clock. The newspaper's going to be there. The DPA. So why is the merge? Everybody else is doing it. Uh, all the other, all the other Athens, Riceville, Nidal—they've all combined. And if we stay separated, it's not going to be. We're going to fall behind because other places are going to have more kids on one team than we do, and they're going to be able to pick the best out of the best. So we went ahead and combined for the community. And myself, I've moved on to middle school. Yeah. I'll be coaching up at Central at the middle school. Yeah, so I, I left the rec league, and I'll be up at the middle school. And uh, it'll, be a, it'll be fun. And at least my weekends are off now. So this isn't what I brought you in to talk to you about, but since, since you brought up football um, – my son played football uh, growing up, and looking back on it now, I don't know if I'd let him play football because of the concussion issues. My son's had a slight concussion, and if if he come up to me right now and said, Dad, I just don't want to play no more, I'd probably be okay with it. Not saying that I don't love to watch him play, and I, don't, I love to coach. Yeah. But my son, if he said, Dad – I just want to stick to basketball. I'll be okay with it. Yeah, and that's that's my thing. I mean, like I said, looking at everything that's coming out about concussions now, I just don't know if – I think if my son come to me now and said, Dad, I want to play football, I'd probably say, mm-mm. Well – Let's get you maybe a combat sport. Let's get you in some jujitsu, Even rugby. Yeah. Rugby has less concussions oh, than yeah. football. Well, he has started uh, – since he was five, it's, you know, I told him if he ever gets another, that was a slight, light concussion he got. If he ever gets a a severe concussion, I would probably pull the stop on it right there. Yeah. Because that would be a second one. And I wouldn't let him go no further than that. 
Yeah. Hey, if you'll scoot on over that way, he can get in the video frame, and then you guys can possibly share the mic. So who's your buddy here? This is this is the co-owner. Uh, I'm gonna see if make sure you're all in the frame. This is the co-owner of Haunted Adventures with me, and also the co-founder of Star Mountain Paranormal, Pete Spakowski. Pete Spakowski, right? Yes, sir. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. So the reason I wanted to sit down with you guys is, uh, I guess, what was it, last year or so ago? Oh, here's my Irish green beer. Thank you, Destiny. You're welcome, Um, A couple years ago, uh, your father and you came to my parents' house and did some work. And uh, after you guys left, I stopped by, and Mom was saying, this guy come down and he does this paranormal research and he started talking about sage and blah, blah, blah. And kind of freaked mom out, but kind of intrigued me. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I want to talk to this guy. And so uh, I've been trying to get you since, I guess it was last summer. Yep. I've been trying to get you since last summer. Finally got you nailed down. So I appreciate you taking the time. Paranormal research and investigation. Star Mountain Paranormal Research and Investigations, folks, if you want to look it up, I'll put a link in uh the podcast and the show notes i also try to put it on this youtube video once i get it up um define for me what paranormal research and investigations is because to me that's a that's a wide definition it can mean anything it is it, it is. is a wide yeah paranormal research we we also search and study bigfoot that's mm. included in the paranormal uh, we're not too much into the UFO. Bigfoot. Yeah, Bigfoot. See my hat. <laughs> okay, okay. You know, we're yeah. not really too much into the Bigfoot thing. Uh, but uh, not the Bigfoot, I mean UFO. The UFO, UFO, UFO. thing. I mean, if, if if something was brought up, yes, we would investigate it too. Uh, uh, anything that's out of the ordinary, we'll investigate it. But our main thing is spirits, ghosts, demons. That's our main thing that we fool with. Uh you know, because now it's even making us money off haunted adventures. Yeah, well, we get that uh, scream chamber coming up here in Athens at the Klieg Mansion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some people bought that. They're turning it into a haunted adventure. I'm wanting to sit down with them soon. But, uh, uh, anyways, so when you talk about spirits and demons, are you. Say, for example, I wanted to contact a loved one and talk to them. Do you do like the medium thing no. or. Okay, what's the difference between what you do and what they do? Well, I had a lady here in Etowah a few weeks ago. Just a little closer. Name. I won't mention her name, a, a, a lady here in Etowah. She called me up and said, can you help me contact my daughter? And I said, no, ma'am, I, I won't. Can you? I said, yeah, I could. But I said, I can't promise you that it would be your daughter. Uh, and I tried to explain to her when you start trying to contact a lost loved one or somebody like that, probably nine times out of ten, what you're going to pull out is somebody mimicking them. And that's a big no for us. We investigate places. We take our boxes, our equipment, and we pick up uh, what's there. Uh, if it's a demon, it's a demon. If it's a ghost, it's a ghost. You know, whatever. But and when you start trying to pull in a lost loved one, you're already, you're, you're already wanting it to be your lost Oh, that's Mammy Sue. Well, Mammy Sue might be a demon, <laughs> you know, and that's why we will not 
do that. I want him to do it for my own family. I want, we will not do this. I mean, he, no. Him being in the court, he knows how Ouija boards and all this stuff works, and it's it's just a no-no. No, you're, you're Here, let's get this a little closer to you. You're, uh, when you go to do that, uh, what you're actually doing is you're opening a portal. Uh, it's not to say that your loved one doesn't come through, but, you know, it's also bringing a lot more so, uh, things uh, through than your actual loved one. And your loved one, you know, you may talk to them and they may go. But what you bring in may not leave and it will mimic your loved one. And then after a while, it starts to get nasty. Well, I'll, I'll admit, I am a bit of a skeptic. I I see these people who uh, purport to be mediums. Yes. And in my opinion, I'm not saying this about you guys, but in my opinion, a lot of them are just scam artists. They are. They are. So yes. how how do yes. I know the difference between the real and the scam? Because the scam can very much feel real. I mean, I've seen people. There's, there's a guy on YouTube named Darren Brown. Mm-hmm. He's a hypnotist magician. Yes. And he's. He's uh, gone out and he's got a video where he goes out and acts like he is a uh, medium. And these people have very visceral, emotional reactions. And the whole time, he's just scamming them. How do I know what's real and what's not? It's hard. It's going to be hard. If you're a a person that really, it's really wanting this to happen, your mind's already telling you, oh, this has got to be real. It's got to be real. Yeah. You just got to put that all sides. All right, we're going to go and see well, what happens. I, I don't know if it's, uh, you know, you you expecting it to be real or wanting so bad to talk to, you know, your loved one that you'll believe anything. Um, you know, they... The, Let me get that a little the, closer to you. The... Uh, the ones, you know, I hear all the time whether, well, this person's, you know, fishing for answers, you know. Uh, somebody, you know, a medium that comes through and says, uh, somebody's here with a first letter, the name that starts with an M. Well, right. there's somebody going to be in the audience. Yeah. You know, uh, but with that being said, uh, you know, a lot of times that's how they get tuned in, the, the, the true mediums uh, and psychics. That's how they get tuned in. Okay. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's very, very difficult to find out, you know, who's the scam artist and who isn't. So Larry said your background was in the occult. Yes. So what's your story? How did you get into that? What did you experience? What were you doing there? Um, well, you know, ever since I was, you know, little, you know, the, the paranormal always fascinated me. Uh, when I was, I mean, I'm not a big book reader. Uh, my parents knew I wasn't a big book reader. Um, so when I was like 12 years old, uh, I seen Ed and Lorraine Warren on, I think, Sally Jesse Raphael or something like that. 
and they was they was talking, and I thought, oh, that you know, cool. I found out they had books, Babe Ruth books. So uh, I went and I got the books. Yeah. And you know, my mom and dad, you know, being raised Baptist, <laughs> you know, they they really didn't like it, but you know, at least they, you were reading. They, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's their philosophy. Hey, he's reading. Leave he's alone. reading something, right? Uh, and uh, from then, from there on, uh, you know, like I said, being raised in in uh, in the Baptist faith, uh, you know, a lot a a lot of the Baptist ministers do not believe in spirits and things like that. Uh, you know. Um, so, you know, it got me thinking, well, you know, if they don't believe in that, how can they believe in Jesus? How can they believe in God? Because he's a spirit. Well, that and um, you've got that passage in the Old Testament where, was it Saul that uh, uh, went to the witch and brought the... Were you just talking about the story? Yes. Yes. Right, 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 right. So how do they on one hand say this doesn't exist, and on the other hand it's right there in their scriptures? And uh, so... And I know how they do it. I used to be a Baptist pastor. I know how they do it, but... <laughs> so, uh, you know, from there, um, you know, I kind of, a friend of mine brought a, brought a Ouija board to KC Supermarket on 8th Street, you know, when we shut down, and uh, we messed with it. Yeah. And uh so I've never <clears throat> done that. Don't. Don't. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to call us to come to your house. Uh, <laughs> don't do but, it. But uh you know after after that uh you know I started seeing blue blue eyes in the mirror in my rearview mirror in my car like it's sitting in the back behind me. I about wrecked the first time I seen it. And blue eyes. What's yes, that mean? Just pretty the prettiest blue eyes. Just blue eyes. Staring, staring, you know, from the back seat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, so, you know, I went home and I told mom, told her what I'd done, and she looked at me and she goes, I told you not to mess with that stuff. And I said, I know, mom, I know. And, you know, I don't know if she didn't believe me or not, but she just kind of brushed it off. And then a couple of days later, you know, the dog kept going to the sliding glass door, and she kept scooting away. And uh, Rocky, it was Rocky, uh, my brother's Rottweiler. And uh, so the third time he done it, she got on his level and looked up, and she said she'd seen the prettiest blue eyes staring back at her. And uh, I started laughing and said, you thought I was crazy, didn't you? Oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, But from there, uh, you know, uh, we have – or my mom's side of the family has uh, ancestors that was into that uh, witchcraft and stuff. <clears throat> so I thought, well, you know, I'll I'll see what it's all about. So I first started in druidry. Yeah. And uh, I interviewed a druid priest. Yeah. A few months ago. Yeah. She's a fascinating woman. And uh, from there. Uh, I went to a uh, New Age store, which I still go to them. You know, whether I should or not, I don't know, but I still go. I like yeah. going. Um, 
and uh, the owner come up and says, can I take your picture? And I thought, what the hell you want to take my picture for? <laughs> you know, I thought, this woman, this woman's nuts, you know. Now, but I said, sure, go ahead. So she took my picture, and um, it was kind of odd because I went back in there two weeks later, and um, she come up to me, and she goes, she goes, you know, she goes, if you want to, if you want to learn the craft, which that's, you know, what. The dark arts. The, the witch, witchcraft, that's what the real witches call it, the craft. Right. Uh, because there's no, there's no white, there's no gray, uh, you know, Wicca, uh, teaches in their creed harm none but you've got to realize you know there's there's a lot of living things out there whether it's an organism or something like that uh, in order to heal you have to destroy that's an interesting thing I I I get that concept. Uh, in order to heal, I need to destroy the virus. Yes. I need to destroy the things that are bad. Uh, and it's the same way, you know. You come, you know, whether it's a virus or an, or a bad person. Right. You know. Uh, but uh, anyway, to get back to my story. Well, wait a second. That's a big jump from jump from druidry to Wicca. Well, no, not really. Really. No. Okay. No, it's it it's really not. I mean, uh, the druids and uh, the craft, you know, all worship. They all worship nature. You know, right? Druidry, very much nature. Druidry is based on um, trees, uh, spirits of the trees. You know, like the oak, the ash. Um, you know, well, um, they have that concept, the tree of life. Yes, which and, we and also which have in Christianity and Christianity, Judaism, Judaism and yes. Hindu. They all have that. That's, yes, that's one of the things I call a eternal truth. It's God's truth, mm -hmm. and even though they may not be of my religion, there's something true about this tree, this concept yes. of the tree. I actually and did a video the, on it this the, morning. The, the 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 tree of life is actually um, pretty interesting because if you think about it. You know, you have the tree that, mm -hmm. that grows in the light, mm -hmm. but yet the roots also grow in the darkness. Right. So, you know, with that being said, you know, what, you it's, what it's telling us or what I think that it's telling us, there's good and there's evil in everybody. There is that. There's also that concept with that. The, what I was talking about in my video this morning when I talked about the tree was that those roots that's your foundation that's your ancestors that's that's the thing that grounds you yes your your deepest darkest beliefs that's that's what holds you firm in the middle of the storm mm -hmm. um, so that's it's a beautiful imagery oh yes whether it's whether it's druidry whether it's christianity judaism hindu that tree of life is a beautiful imagery um, yes but but let's let me go get back, back to, to your story, story. um and sh and so i went back about two weeks later and she goes, you know, she goes, uh, 
if you want to learn witchcraft, she goes, I can teach you. She goes, but you have to ask me three times. Why three times? You know. Is it a numerology thing? It's it's a numerology thing. It could be a, a mockery of Christianity. That's what I think it's a mockery of Christianity. The three. You know, you have okay. Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Yeah, you got the three. Trinity thing. Um, so, you know, it could be that, or, you know, it could be numerology. To be honest, I don't know. I didn't ask her why three. Well, it's, it's funny that the ancient cultures, a lot of ancient cultures, uh, numbers are very important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yes. seven being whole, seven being holy, 40 is a big number in numerology, mm-hmm. uh, and three is a big number in numerology yes. as well. And uh, so, you know, I thought, well, you know, okay. I said, I've got to come back three times and ask you. And she goes, no. She goes, you can ask me once here, walk over, look at something, come back. She goes, you can ask me three times before you leave today. Hmm. And I looked at her. I said, I said, why did you approach me about this? And she goes, she goes, well, she said, I noticed you when you first walked in the store. She goes, that's why I wanted to take your picture. She goes, I wanted to send it to the high priest in Massachusetts. Wow. And see what she thought. And so she had some sort <clears throat> of other plane, other dimensional spiritual connection that she saw within you. Yes. Okay. And um, <clears throat> so uh, according to her priestess, her priestess said he has it. Just by the picture? Yes. It's funny because I've seen people do this. They've seen pictures, and it's just like they pick up an aura, mm-hmm. if you believe in that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've i never seen an aura. And uh, so. I said. I, mean, I don't, but I know a person that can look at your picture and tell you anything you want to know. That's creepy. Yeah, don't show her my picture. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sitting down the pool. i got a friend that's in the third, and she's pretty dead on. Yeah, uh, and, uh, you know, I looked at her, I said, I got what? You know, what? I looked at her, I said, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah. You know, it's just me, I walk off the street, how I live in Polk County, you know? What, <laughs> what right. do I got that, every, that nobody else has? And uh, she looked at me and she goes, you're a natural witch. She goes, you were born with the gift. The gift. Yeah. My ancestors were uh, witches. So your ancestors mom, are from on, where? Uh, well, my grandfather on my mom's side was from Wales, and my grandmother uh, was from England. Angela, why does all this go back to England and Ireland and all that? Uh, and uh, so, you know. Angela's uh, the druid priest that I know. <laughs> She'll be listening to this, I know. Okay. And so, uh, you know, I thought, well, you know, sure, I'll try it. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, I went there, and and uh, I asked her three times. She, she said, okay. She goes, I'll teach you. So I guess I was in it for what? About, about 2002 or three. No, it was later than that. It was after... It was like 2006, I believe. Okay. So how long have you guys yes, known each other? Oh, oh, oh we've known. 
Yeah. Eighth grade in school. Yep. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, there's, there's, you know, I'm glad I done it because uh, it gave me uh, He's great with his family. He knows a little more. You know? It 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 gave, gave me you an knowledge. edge in what you guys do. It yeah. give it gave me knowledge, you know, of of a lot of things, you know, of trees, of plants, you know, what type of plants heal, you know, what type of plants, you know, is are good antiseptics, you know, things like that. I know mom, uh, she fell and busted her knee on it was icy, and she put a big hole in her knee, and she got Neosporin and tried everything. Well, it got infected, and uh, I just took simple uh, mulling root, boiled it in virgin oil, virgin olive oil, beeswax, made a salve, put it on there. When she first put it on, uh, she took it off because she said it burned. I said, okay, Mom. Yeah, I said if it burns, don't, yeah. you know, don't use it. And uh, then later on that day, she, uh, before she went to bed, she goes, "Can you put some more of that salve on my leg, on my knee?" I said, "Yeah, mom." I said, "But I thought it burned." And she goes, "Well, it didn't burn bad." I said, "Okay." So uh, I put it on. She got up the next day and it pulled. It pulled the infection out of her, out of her knee, and she was she was shocked. She was surprised. So this brings up uh, back to my podcast with Angela, mm-hmm. uh, Angela Wilson, the the Druid priest that I know. Um, her and I were t- in 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 that podcast. She said that there were actually druids who were Christian, and she her argument was that druidry, although can be associated as a pagan religion. Um, it was basically people who were keepers of the knowledge. They kept the medicine that you're talking yes. about. They kept the science. They yes. were the lawyers. They were the teachers. Judges. They were the judges. Yes. She said, so yes, they some were, of them were pagan. They were high, high-ranking. Right, uh, and some of them were absolutely, yes. they were Christians. They just knew the old ways. And what blew my mind when she started talking about the old ways, this was stuff that we grew up with here in the South. Oh, yeah. You know, farmer's almanac stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, if the cows are laying down, the fish ain't biting. That type of stuff. Yeah. Um, wh- what do you think about that? I mean, can can a druid and a Christian, can they co-mingle together? As far as a... You can't serve two gods. Well, and I guess her thing would be, you're right, because she would agree with that as a pagan. Uh, but... Uh, but the, can, the knowledge that you learn from druidry. Oh yeah, you can you can you can use that. I mean, just because you get out of that or you're not doing that no more right. does not mean that you do not keep that knowledge of what you learned. You can gain something good out of anything. Right. Out of it. Uh, but the thing the thing about uh, you know uh, people confuse Satanists called witches, Satanists. Well, you know, the, the, the problem that I have is that witches do not believe in the devil. He does not exist. Oh, I did not know that. Um, so how can you worship 
something that does not exist. I did learn, um, I don't know if you remember last fall, uh, and Angela, this is, well, I met Angela before this, but then her and I became really close after, during this process, uh, she gathered some people downtown Athens to, mm-hmm. to for the Samhain. Yes. And, um, and I was, was going to call spirits and. Well, she didn't do that. I was now, there. Yeah, yeah. I was there at but it. But that's what they, they said she was going to do. Right. They had these horrible things. Oh, yeah. And I spoke out in defense of her. I wrote a letter to the editor. I did a little video. Um, not in defense necessarily. Some people took that to say, oh, well, you're supporting paganism. No, I'm supporting her right as an American to, to, to do this. Um, but what I found out is a lot of people confused the different pagan religions as all Satanists. Mm-hmm. They're not. No. They're not. I'm not saying that they're all fall in line with our Southern Christian values. Uh, by no means am I saying that. But you can't lump them all together. No. And, you know, you ask the question, can Christians and pagans, you know, coexist? You know, I don't know what you mean by coexist, whether, you know, you mean can one person be a pagan and be a Christian? I, I, what I meant by that, and I appreciate you clarifying that, what I meant by that is can a Christian learn from some pagan ways? For yeah. example, the Druidry specifically. Yes, I mean. Are there <clears throat> things of value that a Christian the, can the, take? The thing about it is that whether you're a Christian or you're a pagan, you know, the pagans believe in their gods. Right. You know, they have a certain god over certain things. You know, you have Cronunos or Hearn that is Lord of the Animals. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, you have Bridget, which is the healer. Herbs. Right. Uh the pagans, uh, how can I put this? The pagans pray to their god, god or goddess, mm-hmm. for you know whether they're a healer or or whatever. That's that's who they they pray to to help them. Christians need to realize God put these plants here on earth for us to use. I am a firm believer that anything that humans touch to try to make better like chamomile or mm-hmm. or coneflower, echinacea. Uh, you know, you go you go to the you go to the store, you know, and you can buy it over the counter. Well, I think the uh, Christians still use the stuff, the, you know, the herbs, the, the plants and things. My grandma did. Yeah, that, and I guess that's what I learned in my conversation uh, in that podcast with Angela was that she is seeing the divine through nature. And so they, they assign that to a god or a goddess. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. From my Judeo-Christian standpoint i see the divine revealing itself through nature uh, but the one god yes. revealing himself yes. through the seasons 
through, um, you know, like they, they celebrate the solstice in the winter and the summer solstice. I see God revealing himself through that and, and even these plants. And we do that in Christmas. I mean, we brought a lot of Druidry into our Christmas yeah. traditions. You a lot, well, there's a lot of Druidry in a lot of the, uh, the uh, Christian uh, well, beliefs. And, and I and, can't remember know, the guy's name right now, but there was a, there was a spiritual leader out of it's either Scotland or Ireland. And he was talking about the merging of Druidry, and he said, "What happened was when Christianity started you, going north." Are you talking about Philip Cargon? No, 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 okay. no. I'll, I'll have to find it. But um, he was talking about when Christianity started going north, and they started listening to the stories of the Druids mm-hmm. talking about, you know, the evergreen, and they're like, "Oh my God, we have that in our story." Yeah. And they started merging them and, and bringing them in. It's just a beautiful thing. So let's get back to this. Um. You and Larry co-founded Star Mountain Paranormal Research and Investigations. And Haunted Adventures. And Haunted Adventures, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, How did that start? You want to (laughs) go? Oh, Lord. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we just, uh, actually we got into, we've always been the paranormal, but actually we got into Bigfoot research first. We started out, you know, doing our... Bigfoot okay, thing. so I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little jealous or a little snobbish here about Bigfoot. I just spent the last twenty something years in the Pacific Northwest. Are you telling me that we don't own Bigfoot in the Pacific Northwest? That there's actually might be a Bigfoots down here in the, in the Smoky Mountains. You I know, know, know there are. They are. I've not yeah. seen them, but I've seen their signs. Pete here had rocks thrown at him one time, and I have heard. I, I'm a hunter since I was seven years old. I've heard every noise. In these mountains, everything, and let me tell you, set my coyote and a bobcat and a fox can make some of the craziest noises you've heard. But the thing I try heard, a peacock, well, yeah, that too. <laughs> but the noise that I have heard at some nights out here coon hunting will stand the hair on the back of your neck, and you know that it's not nothing that you've ever come across in your life. Okay, before you go any farther, for those of you who don't know what coon hunting is, they literally take dogs out at night and they chase raccoons. Okay, I I said that word in the northwest sometime and I got a little few weird looks at me. But go ahead. Okay. But that that's that's that was the, the the we that was when we decided, hey, this opened up, it started up Star Mountain Paranormal Research and Investigations, and we just you know see what we can get put on our website. Then it got into people wanting us to help them. Where they, hey, I've got something in my house. Can you come get rid of it? So we, we went from there to adding members to the team that could help us. Then we would go to these locations, and we'd figure out what's going on there, and then we would get rid of it. But now, as a paranormal, just me and him, we've done it since we was kids. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to get no more of a better demonologist than me. There's not nothing I don't know about them. So now your background. Your dad's a pastor, yep. bivocational pastor, right? Uh, Church of God. Yeah, well, bivocational, I mean, he has a job and he pastors yeah, also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, yeah. I, did, I missed that first part there. Yeah, yeah, um, which is probably my favorite type of pastor. He's out there meeting people, dealing oh, yeah. with people every day instead of sitting in a cherry-lined office with a bunch of books. And Anyways, I won't go there. But how did that go over? When you go, hey, Dad, Church of God pastor. Uh. He thought I was crazy. But he believes all ghosts are demons. Oh, okay. Does he have something? Is he maybe right? Maybe. 
maybe. I've got my reasons why, and I can explain them to you if you want to hear. But uh, the first time that really jumped me in the paranormal is when I seen a 16-year-old boy, and I was 16 years old, demon-possessed. You was? No, I was. Oh, okay, okay, okay. A 16-year-old boy was demon-possessed. No, not me. Okay, okay. But I got to witness it, and that opened up everything for me. I, I mean, I seen it. It was just like sitting there looking at you. It was the most incredible thing I've ever seen in my life. And I've seen good beat it, and I've seen it come out. The second thing was, is, and I witnessed this with my own eyes too, is there was a witch come into a Wednesday night service. She stood up in mumbo-jumbo stuff. I don't know what she was. I was a kid. And walked out. When the dark went up at our house, when the sun went down, you could feel evil come in. Nobody could sleep, and I watched a house go. Me, my mom, and dad were sitting on there. The house got laid on the floor. That house got raised up like a snake. No, it and, didn't. Yes, it did. Oh, so, you be kidding looked me. at everybody in the room, my daddy just wept and, you know, pretty much rebuked it in the name of God and threw it down. And then he Okay, goes, I'm almost 50 years old. I have never experienced anything like that in my well, life. You need to go with Tony to venture sometime and you're going to see it because we watched four people attack this last weekend. <laughs> yeah, so t- we were talking about that before the podcast started. Uh, you were in Virginia. Yeah. Yes. It was a sanatorium. Yes. used to be a Saint former – What was the name Saint of it? St. Albans. St. Albans. How did you find out about it? How did you get there? Did they call you? Did you just hear about it and say, hey, I want to go? It's it's one of the places. It's, it's very haunted. It's one of the most haunted places on the East Coast. And okay. uh, as a team, yeah, we like going back. But this was one of our events with Haunted Adventures. This is one of our events. So Haunted Canada. Adventures is somebody can – they go to your website. It's www.hauntedadventures.org, not com, but .org. And you can see the places, and we got ticket prices. If you ever want to go on a locked-in hunt with demonologists, occult specialists, paranormal investigators, you come with us and – I promise you, you won't regret it. So, do you normally sell these out? Uh, this, yeah, pretty much, yeah. So you're going to brush them out, I heard. Well, right now it's going to be September. It's still the contract negotiations are still going on, but we are going to West Virginia in a entry when in uh, when is that uh, June June 29th, and it's where the Sean Chip Sean what's that Shawshank Shawshank Shawshank, Shawshank Redemption Redemption was made, and uh, it, we'll be there in June. It, it's uh, ranked. Prisons. Prisons in the United States. Okay, so uh, so you're up in Virginia. You're at the Boys Sanitarium or whatever it is, and four people get attacked. What happened? Well, the first one got attacked. Me and Pete was there. There was a young girl probably in her 20s. She got pushed into me, and like and she got just... You sure she didn't trip? No, 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 no. No, she, she scored it weigh 100 pounds. She got gut punched. She got thrown to the ground, and she was actually almost throwing up gagging. That same time, my jacket got yanked and pulled me back, and I'm 240 pounds. And uh, at the same time, and I'm nothing's like, there. And oh no, we, I mean nothing visible. Yeah, we uh, got pictures yeah, of a little boy yeah. and a little girl, and we also, as soon as that thing grabbed my coat, a girl, the lady, one of our team members, she's always got her cameras up. She was behind or in front of me, and as soon as my coat got yanked, and I said, "Whoa, something yanked my coat!" Click, click, boom, right behind me. She got it. It was just just a big long gate of light right behind me. I said, "You got it." got exactly what got hold of me. So is that a special type of camera? No, uh, no you do it yourself. Huh? No, you're, the best ghost hunting <laughs> right here. equipment is right here. you got to be so, kidding me. No. No. 
always taking threes or fives unless you get lucky like she did when I said, oh, just grab me, she clicked. So I was talking to a girl last night, a young man um, passed away this summer, and her mother, the young man's mother sent this girl a picture of a lampshade, and it had a silhouette. And she said, look, I, I wouldn't have believed it, but she sent me this picture, and there's a silhouette of this guy in the lampshade. Is that is that what you're talking about? I mean, your cell phone can capture stuff like that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Every bit of it. Um, yeah, here shortly. Yeah, that'd be good. But now we've got – Thank you. We've got special night, night vision equipment and, and good stuff like that, too. And we got the SLS camera. we got some things that it, – it, it, Turns it up another notch. Yeah. From this right it, here. Brings it but up. this right here, always take, if you take, just don't take one and one. If you're lucky, like she did when that grandma told you, again, always go click, 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 or click, 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 threes or fives, and just do it like, I always do at least three. You know, then if it's in every frame, try to make right side, but if, if two frames do it, then boom, it's ours. Then it ain't, you got, you got something off. So, why... Why are they there? I'm going to tell you. All right, you, you want me to tell you my research on this? Some people's going to think I'm crazy. Well, I already I'm do. Gonna, because I'm <laughs> going to tell you what I think. I think when you die and you go to heaven, I think you're gone. Now, can 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 a loved one come back if one of his loved ones are hurting? I don't know. None of us know that to you dead. <laughs> it ain't going to happen. I believe hell's on this earth. I believe hell's in the center of the earth. I mean, the Bible says he gives Satan and his demons this earth to reign and we got full free will to serve who we want. I think it's here and I think we live in it. We just get to choose who we want to go with. I think you got, and listen, this, this, this is going to be based on conversations that we've had with ghosts. I think the- Wait, you've ghosts, talked to them? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We've got yeah, recordings. Oh yeah. So I, how do, uh, so if somebody wants to hear these recordings- Oh yeah, we got them. Where do they go? Uh, well, we've not got them online yet, but we can, oh yeah, just call me. I can put it online or send it. we got it on computer. Yeah. I think I hold it eventually we may have something online again. Okay. We, we may. We may have some. Now we got some you should. Pictures. I mean, that, that's marketing gold we right there. Oh. Now we got two pictures on, on our edge of Star Mountain. So hauntedadventures.org. Yeah, and Star Mountain. We got two pictures on all that. Okay. But the good ghosts we've talked to on this earth, I think they didn't make it because it's here. They're, they were good on earth and they're still good. We got to accept them as Christ. And then you've got your freaking unclean, mean spirit that were mean on this earth, and they're still mean, and uh, mean afterlife. Then you've got demons, which controls it all. And I'm going to tell you why I think this. We was at Old South Pittsburgh Hospital. We heard the ungodliest table slamming, spirit screaming, disembodied voices just like that coffee here. And I, I looked, we, we had a, a guy there that had a, I mean, abilities from a psychic ability. He wasn't a full psychic medium. And I said, what in the world is going on? We was only five of us in that building. We were together. He said, yeah. I'm going to tell you what that is. He said, the demons here are pissed off because some of these spiritual communicate with us. They don't want to be with us. And they're beating them. They're hurting them. They're, 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 they're slamming. They're, they're just, in the, in the spiritual world, they were hurting them. Even so the, the, the demons were hurting the good, yeah. the good ghosts. They were torturing they, them. The, yeah, the ones that was trying to communicate with us. You got like it. That. And that's what was going on. But <coughs> it's a uh, – and, and I love skeptics. We do love, love we love skeptics. Oh, yeah. Well, you that's, got one. <laughs> the, the skeptics is the best to have uh, because when they when they finally see something, hear something, they go, wow, I can't believe that just happened to me. 
So how many people go on one of these haunted adventure trips with you? Uh, you can have anywhere. It depends if we're in a house, if it only houses 10 or 12 people, or a prison, which you can get 300 there maybe. And we okay. have a whole crew that goes. You've got people in different parts of the building. Uh, and some pizza and house food. Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, if I was wondering. We, we supply equipment for them to use to show them how to use it. Uh, but the best equipment is your body. Your body. If you'll go with, what happens was, it, once you go, we have stations set up in, in certain hot spots, and, and the groups will rotate and go with us. We show them exactly how to use this, what to do. Then after they've been to all their stations, they learned all this, then we turn them loose on their own. They can do their own investigations. If they want us to go with them, all they can do is ask. We'll go with them and help them. And, uh, and we've got three people that went to the last event that's already bought tickets for West Virginia now. Oh, wow. So they loved it so much. And they were skeptics until they went. So I, I put on Facebook that I was going to be doing this interview, right? So And then I asked them, is there any questions that they would want me to ask you? So let's see if I've got any. Uh, one of them was, uh, where are some of the best spots to investigate around here? Well, Sims Graveyard in on Known Pond Valley Road going into Max County is very, very active. We have gotten pictures of, uh, it, what was that? It's uh, not. It's, it's in a black cloak figure. And a hood on, we got a picture of, of Wait, you've got a literal yeah, yeah. picture of this. Yeah, got a picture of him standing in the graveyard. Yeah. yeah. And he don't, he, I say he because I think it's a, it's a male. It looked like it was carrying a baby at one time. Um, one time, it, that means you've seen it more than once? It, it goes, it never, it, it's on the outskirts, on the wood line. Mm-hmm. It, Every time I've seen it, it's never come in the graveyard. Oh, no, I want to come through the graveyard. This reminds there. me of that Johnny Cash song, Long Black Veil. <laughs> hey, listen, but now we've got growled at that graveyard. What, growled? Just, just real demonic growl, just real mean growl. Not, not like there's a coyote or a no, dog in this. No, this, this is, is, it's a guttural. This is right at It's a guttural growl. And you, you know the Sims, the story of the Gray Sims. I do not. Well, you need to read the book, which is The Tragedy of Ten Can Hollow. It's where she I do know Ten Can Holler. That's yep. the tra- that is where she's buried at. Well, the funny thing that you mentioned that is that's the one that the Druid priest was telling me about. She's wanting me to go there. That she says there's a vortex. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And she oh, wants to put yeah. me in this vortex. That's it. I'm telling you, that place is it's off the charts. So what's the vortex, Mister Former uh, Druid? The vortex is a. Uh, Sh- and should I be afraid of it? I would. I would. I would take in, uh, which she will probably show you how to protect yourself. Oh, she would. She uh, would. I, I, you know what? You I know, trust this way, woman. The way, I, the way I protect myself mm-hmm. anytime I go anywhere, I put a white light around me. Hmm. Um, but uh, as long as you protect yourself, you'll be fine. Okay. Uh, but a vortex is uh, another word, you know, everybody's gone, you know, portal this, portal that, portal something else. Right. So, you know, the word portal uh, can be used to describe a whole lot of things. But a vortex is just another word to describe an open portal to 
universe will come in. Yeah, and she talks about it as this crossing of energy lines yes, or ley lines. lines. Yes. Maybe that it's right there. Do what? Maybe we should get together with her over there. You know what? Uh, she would be down with that. Yeah, maybe we need to get together at Ovar. We might have a good time. She yeah. would be down with that, and I think you would enjoy her. She's a great she's a great lady. Um, okay, so Haunted Adventures. Uh, have you guys been to the Kleeg Mansion? Because that's opening up as a oh, haunted thing kids. right now. <laughs> let, huh? me t- let me tell you this. <laughs> we were young, and I was stupid. <laughs> we, we, we were 17 years old. If I could get we you in there now... Would you want to go? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Um, when we were 17 years old, okay, me and Larry always went to abandoned houses. Mm-hmm. It, we, we just went. Uh, there, uh, so we went to, to the Kleeg Mansion, to the Kleeg House. And okay, so for people who don't know, that's listed as one of the most haunted, or no, the most haunted house in the state of Tennessee. Yeah. And so oh, we went, we went, we went in there, and you know, like I said, we were 17 years old. Crap, we're I'm 52 now, so you know. That's yeah, been that's a, been a while. That's been a while. Um, but uh, we had, I'm trying to think, we had to crawl through the basement, didn't we? In the window in the basement, because the window in the basement was busted out, and we crawled in. Crawled in through that, and we're probably gonna get in trouble for this because we're trespassing. No, there's a statutory <laughs> but, limitations. But statutory limitations are gone. Anyway, we we went up we went up to the living room, I believe it was. Anyway, there was a mantle there with, mm-hmm. with with a mirror, and in the center of the floor there was a pentagram. Yeah, I've heard about the pentagram in the floor. And on the mirror, it was the Lord's Prayer written backwards. Dummy here started reading it. I was smacking him, going, "What the hell are you doing? <laughs> Shut up!" <laughs> I said, "You don't read that stuff." He goes no, standing what? in the pentagram. But yeah, yeah, that's our first experience. Well, Ever since then, I've always wanted to go back. Well, a buddy of mine owned it, and uh, he just sold it to the people that's opening up the the scream chamber, which begs the question. Should you open up a haunted house in a haunted house? Why not? You kill. I, I don't know. I Just to me, I think maybe they would be like, hey, why are you bringing people in here making fun of who we are? Well, you know, that just. They, that do, just, they do get scared stupid. Oh, yeah. They, 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 they either lights out at you or they go and hide and you got to go find them. Can we find them? Yeah, we can find them. We'll well, go. now they're going to offer, this is supposed to open in the fall, and I'm hoping to have them on here. They're going to offer the opportunity to spend the night there. Oh. Now, me, I'm thinking, how do I know what's real and what you've set up just to scare me? Go, you go with us. There'll be no setting up. We'll yeah. do a perimeter walkthrough. We'll check everything, and then I'll show yeah. you there's nothing here. That's why I would love for them to let us do a venture. They would make money off yeah. us, and we would make money off patrons. Well, I'm, I've been talking to them, and, and uh, I'm supposed to be talking to them here soon. Could, so matter of fact, uh, we could – Put their place on the map even more, because everybody knows us. We, I mean, everybody from here to Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. To so you, you mentioned Gettysburg um, a couple of years ago when I shortly after I moved back. This was 2016. Uh, I went down to Chickamauga Battlefield. Yep. Oh, that place is yeah, really haunted too. It's bad haunted. I, 
I can't explain it. And I'm sure you're going to say, well, you're, you're, you're saying the haunted thing. But I know for me, my experience there, when I, I walked onto that battlefield or drove onto that battlefield and I got out and I started walking around, I told my son and his best friend, we, we were there maybe 20, 30 minutes. I'm like, I, I got to go. The uh, energy, you feel the energy. It was such a weird energy. Yeah. And, and um, Nick and Levi were both like, yeah, let's get out of here. And I just couldn't stay. I mean, to me, uh, there was this sadness, this negativity. This yeah. it, it was just like I felt my like my life being sucked. Yeah. Not my yeah, life, my soul being the, sucked. It's sucking the energy out of your spirit. It's using your energy. It's sucking it. Now. So you're saying that's what? That's spirit that's sucking spirit. the energy out of you. Now, now, could you go back tomorrow night? Now, have apparently you was in a place where, hey, they were there. They were they was trying to suck that energy right out of you. See, and I didn't know if it was that. Well, where I was at in my head, knowing the severity of where of what happened here, but all three of you, knowing the history, uh, yeah, there's that. <laughs> See, be that, I would I would go on that if it was just you, but all, you had your kid. Ah, I'm ready to go too. They were all they were all feeling it. You yeah, know, and 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 uh, I can take you to a place there in the battlefield where I used to be able to. I don't know if I can remember how to get there now, but. It's it's a dirt it's a dirt road, mm-hmm. uh, and you can walk it. The freaking birds are singing, squirrels are barking. You cross a certain point on that road, nothing. So like a ley line. Then you cross again. Okay, that's what I call a woo-woo moment. We have a lot of those. Have a lot of woo-woo moments. So what's up next? Uh, the Roth House, Roth House. in <coughs> Illinois. Illinois. Yes. April sixth. Yes. Tickets on sale now. The so what's what's about the Roth House? It was the very first place ever documented in the United States of a demonic possession. Uh, you know. I, uh, was there more? I'm sure there was, but this one was actually documented. And uh, another girl family moved in there, and apparently she was possessed by the girl that was possessed. <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's the story behind it. Uh, they call it Satan's house. Uh, it's a very active location. Does anybody live there now? No, no. It's just a place where you can go and, and hunt, hunt it and experience it. And get, it's one of the best EVP places that... that that I know of. So EVP means? Your electronic yeah. voice from a yeah. phenomenon. In other words, you can catch it on the recorder, but you don't hear it with your, your ears. Yeah. That's the difference between an EVP and a uh, disembodied voice. A disembodied voice, voice, you actually hear with your own ears. An EVP, you know. So have you captured EVPs? Oh yes. oh, yes. What have they said? I mean, th- the most memorable. I want your soul. Yeah. I want your soul. And that's when we had one of our guys that's doing the pod, does our live podcast with us. He almost got demon. De- de- and demon that was possessed. in Virginia. Yeah, yeah. He, he almost got possessed that night. And uh, and, it, and it, I told one of our other uh, females, says, "I want your soul." Then uh, my name got called about ten times later. Then, oh, uh, it called your name. Oh, yeah. my name got called out full name in South Pittsburgh, Austin, Larry Goo. 
And I said, it's just, uh, and I said, I know, it said, it's just like Huge, I know you. And I said, and I know you too. And we had 10 people with us. They go, I said, you want me to tell you what that is? I said, that was a demon telling me, I know you're here tonight, Larry. I just tell you, you know, I know you're here. But we're not going to fight tonight, but we're going to clash again another time. It's not going to happen tonight. So me and this guy, Josh, who runs our company, you know, for us, we walked out in the hallway looking down towards the emergency room. And I know you're going to think I'm crazy when I tell you this story. I already told you I thought you are crazy. Everybody else is in the room. They're taking a break sitting in there. Yeah. We're looking in the hallway. We're just sitting there being quiet, looking down the moonlight's coming through, and this humanoid creature comes across the hall, gnarled up, crawling across the hall. And I looked at that, and I said, did you see that? No, no, no. Josh goes, what the F was that? Of course, I don't ever cuss hardly, but that's what he said. What the F was that? And I said, buddy, I don't know what that was. And it was just some kind of human, though we don't know, that went across the hall. I said, if them people in the other room would have seen that, we'd have people running everywhere. And uh, now that that happened right after it called my name. Have you ever caught anything like that on camera? Uh, yeah, we got a, a, a goat a goat man on camera. He's got a whole head and got horns and like hoof feet standing up. Yeah. And we think that's an elemental. The, the upper the upper torso from the oh. from the neck down to the waist is human. Uh, from the neck up, you know, it has facial. You know, the face face are human, but it has goat horns. And from the body on down, uh, it has like a goat body. So uh, that sounds like some sort of mythological, it's, it's, uh, me, archetype, it's, symbolic it's, type of thing. To me, it's an elemental, but, you know, with, uh, with druidry, you know. That's what you, I was going to ask if about. If you look at uh, Cronunos. Okay. That's what Cronunos is about. So who's Cronunos and what's Cronunos a god of? Cronunos uh, uh, basically uh, is the same as Hearn. I don't know who Hearn is. Either. Hearn, Hearn's the hunter. Okay. Uh, he, Lord of animals. Okay. Uh, you know, the, he's the protector of animals. Uh, you know, basically that's uh, from what I remember. Uh, you know, protector of the of the woods, uh, almost a spirit. And I didn't see the goat tail there right there. See that? Yeah, so I, this is really pixelated, so if I hold it up to the camera, you're not going to be able to see it, but I, I would almost think, I mean, being the skeptic, if you want to just say, okay, I'm going to shoot this down, I would, I would almost say, okay, they're faking this, but when you get down to the legs, they're transparent. Yeah, they're they're transparent, and I can see this little. Is that a what you're saying? The horn it looks like a little curly cue right there. Yeah, it's got like a horn that comes down this way, and one goes that way. And you see the long looking face, right? right the forehead sitting there on it. Dude, that's I freaky. I think that's what picked me up from me through a wild one right down there. That's freaky. I and and uh, just for you guys watching or listening, I am still skeptical. I, it's one of those things I got to experience before I really and buy into. We caught the same day, standing behind that woman there. Oh my God. Okay, so. <laughs> I ain't got a lot on the phone. I just thought I'd show you a little bit. No, and I appreciate that. But, you know, on one hand, you can almost. Someone would argue. Okay, Photoshop. You, well, that, or, <laughs> that or you took a picture and you're. Because of objective bias, you're. 
Okay, that's you weird. You can't take. You can't take. I mean, with a regular like photographer's camera. Camera, yes. Little girl at Sam's graveyard. That's how she is. She had black eyes. Oh my God. So what are you taking a picture of at this? We're sitting in the car, and the kid, my friend on my team, was taking it, Linda Crockett, and she was taken out, and the side view mirror was here. She was just seeing what she could get out, and boom, the little girl was behind us, and the rear, the side view mirror caught her standing there, right behind our our, our driver's door. So, and I'm wondering how much of this, again, I'm gonna play skeptic. I'm not. Uh, but how much of this is people taking a picture and seeing what they want to see? If they take it with. A phone camera, you do not get double negative with a phone camera. Not like you can with an actual camera. Okay. Hey, you folks going to have to decide. Yeah. You need to go sometime. Yeah, you'll enjoy it. <laughs> well, and I've had people, because I've told them I'm, I'm planning on doing this, they're like, I want to go well, with I you. I had two skeptics one night with me. As a, as a daughter and a, and a dad. And that's the night I got picked up and thrown through the wall. Uh, was that my fault I got through the wall? Yes, because they were skeptics. And I provoked, which is not a good thing. You provoked the spirit? Yeah, I provoked. Just because you wanted the skeptics to see I something. wanted them to believe it, but I paid for it. I, for about three months, I was going to get the injections in my back. Oh, wow. So I paid for it. So the only time you'll see me provoke now is if I go to a house and somebody's got problems. And I've got to pull it out to get it get it out of their house. We've got to, I don't know why, uh, but she come through and told me it was a Ouija board. Uh, that place was so demonic going on there. There was, I'm going to say billions of bugs. And this was a new house. Just coming out of the ceiling, the walls, the floor of my life. No. God, they was just everywhere. It was they, the got, they got a funny freaking video of me of a bug crawling on me. And I... I'm not going to say what kind of bug, but I hate them, that freaking particular bug. I've never seen this kind of nastiness in a new house completely in my life. And uh, you, I screamed like a freaking little girl probably getting up and dancing, you know, because I thought it was still on me. <laughs> right. you know, they got a video of it, so it was, it was pretty funny. They we all need to go back down me. there, but they completely moved out yet, and I said, if you want us to come back, you holler at us. I said, this is going to take more than a couple of nights. I said, you've got something bad going on here. And there's nothing we can do until we get back in there again. And whatever's ours is going to be hard to get rid of. Because I'm going to tell you, a Ouija board, what you unleash with a Ouija board is hard to get rid of because it's a demon. Demons are hard to get rid of. So those actually work. Oh, they work. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've seen them, and I'm like, how does it work? Is it just like people willing it to work? Or Here's a portal. You even got them on your phone. You're, 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 oh, my, there's, a, there's a Ouija, Ouija board, board app. Your phone. Yes, they are. Yeah, and don't use it. <laughs> Don't use Why the Ouija are you advertising this crap? <laughs> <laughs> He's learning some stuff here. I'm learning a lot. Um, wow. But, uh, you'd love with us because me and him, we're like brothers, and we'd be on a hunt. You know, hey, we're comical. You know, we yeah. we've even had ghosts laugh at us. <laughs> and we'd have EVP and they'd be laughing at us because me and him would be arguing about something that didn't have a female ghost in our life and just he on us. So here in McMahon County, you got Sam's. Well, let's, let's do Megs, McMahon, and Polk. You got Sam's. You, you want to do the Klieg, um, which I'm going to try to get you into the Klieg uh, match. It's been really appreciated. Uh, there's one uh, place uh, right down here in Metal Wall. Uh, I don't know if you can still get in there or not because I don't know who owns it. No. 
but I know the depot in Kimville is haunted. Really? Uh, there's, uh, there's. Have you been in the rural, depot? Is it rural? Oh, yeah. Is it rural? The old rural furniture. Yes, yes. It was what it was used with railroaders. It, it, it's on down towards the end of town, and the railroaders used it as a hotel back in the day. They would stay there, and upstairs, that's very haunted. That's a very haunted location. But, but I don't know. If we do. We'll probably be doing a event this year, Gym Theater, and down in depot, and raise money for the league, little league football. And all proceeds go to the football. We don't we don't make nothing off of it. It's so Durant, you've been working with Durant on this? Or? Uh, yeah. 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 He does that murder on Main Street. Yeah. Well, we was doing it this year, but murder and murder on Main Street conflicted on the dates that we could get in there, so we couldn't do it this year. I he's he's got another murder on Main Street type of thing he's wanting to put together for Athens, which it just fascinates me that <clears throat> Etowah and Athens back in the early 1900s was pretty wild west oh, yeah. crazy yeah. stuff i mean people just getting shot downtown i mean riddled with bullets like gangsta style oh yeah and not going to jail no and uh, but now those places are haunted there's three in there are they some houses here Tony? yeah yeah they are but there's i'm not quite a few yeah, you can't, you can't give those. Those are private residences. Yeah, but uh, So you got the depot. Because I've been in the depot a couple of times. I've never experienced anything. Cigar. Well, sometimes ghosts are lit. I call it like deer hunting. Okay. Let me tell you something. It yeah, go ahead. It don't always show when you want it to show. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, am I pretty good at pulling them out? Yeah, I, I, it's like my wife. I can aggravate to death if I pull it out. <laughs> you know, or make it mad. I'm good about doing that on things, but yeah, sometimes they, uh, like the Lizzie Borden house, we go there too, and, and it, it, Mr. Borden, sometimes he'll go in the basement and hide, because he's just tired of people coming to see him, he don't, his spirit go, yeah. he don't, is he a mean spirit, no, is he an honor spirit, yeah, he's honor, he's hateful, but he's not demonic or nothing, uh, Trust no kids. Why I'm, I'm gonna tell you that one go. Trust no kids finish it off. I trust Why? zero. I, I said I bring religion into into everything I do. I don't think, don't think our Lord and Savior would leave a kid on this earth. I don't really believe that. So you think that's a demon in disguise? Now, it depends on how old the kid is. If you're at the age of accountability, well, you know right from wrong. Even it could be a, it could be a kid ghost. But they just say, well, I seen a five-year-old kid. I challenge them that that's probably not a kid. That's probably a demon. And I, and I proved this point at one spot one time. There were some people talking to this kid. They've been talking 30 minutes. I walked up there, and I said, can I say something to, to the little girls? I forgot what her name was. Yeah. I said, can you say I love Jesus? Do you love Jesus Christ? Boom, done, over with, it's gone. So no. that little girl you captured at Sims Graveyard. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know exactly how old that girl was. All I got was her face and her eyes. Yeah. It looked like a little girl. It may have been a 16-year-old kid. I don't know. All we can see is her hair and her face and her eyes. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I know. I saw it. I don't know how old it was, but I'm thinking I'm going back again. Yeah. And, uh. Because uh, I've got a, uh, some friends here in Etowah, she's into this book, and she's wanting to go, so I'm going to take her and her husband over there. The Ten Can Holler book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take her over there one night. But the place is very active. 
No, Angela was telling me that, that it's very active. She goes out there, or she's been out there, and she's been called out there by people who, who have lived there. Yeah. Um, so evidently, it's pretty active. Oh, it really is. Oh, yeah. We'd, we'd love to go out there with her sometime. Yeah. It'd be, uh, be an experience for both of us. <laughs> All right. I, I, you know what? I can probably make that happen, too. So I'll, I'll hook you up with uh, the Klee Mansion. I'll hook you up with Angela. Yeah, let's go out there. There's a graveyard. Uh, you know where Walnut Grove Cemetery is? Yes. Um, before you get to Walnut Grove, if you're coming off of Highway 30 on the right, there's an old abandoned graveyard there called Whispering Pines. I know what that is. Yeah, uh, I've been told that's pretty active. It's is that over around Decatur? Whispering Pines. That is. That's that's the graveyard. Well, that's, that's the no. No, Whispering Pines is the oh, is the it's, new name for Sam's graveyard. Name. What was the name in the eighties? I remember yeah. walking up in there in the eighties, and there was just like wrought iron. Circles right That's it. That's right. Sam's graveyard. Yeah, that's Sam's just graveyard. before you get the Walnut Grove. Yep, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's Sam's yeah. graveyard. That's why I kept sitting there thinking. You said Whispering Pines, and he, that's Sam's graveyard. Okay. Okay. That's then. That's the same one. Yeah. My dad's buried at Walnut Grove. So freaky thing that happened to me. Uh, You're going back. <laughs> You're going back with us. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and you done said you wanted to go. I know. I know. I'll <laughs> you go. You can't back out now. I, I won't. You saw it here. Uh, my dad's funeral. Uh, I did the funeral, and then I did graveside services, and then we go and do the lunch thing. You know, the church people do the lunch thing, and then afterwards, mom wanted to go back out to the gravesite. So me and the kids and mom, we all go back out to the gravesite, and um, I'm standing there near the car. Out of nowhere comes this blue herring, just floating, not flapping its wings, just you know, just gliding through the air. Turns, it's coming like this way, then it turns and just comes right over me. And I don't get woo woo that much. <laughs> But I had this whole tingling, weird thing that went on in my body. And I looked up, and my daughter looks at me. She's, she's like, Dad, what just happened? <laughs> I said, I don't know. Paranormal is a weird thing. Mm -hmm. Could it be a paranormal? Maybe. Well, you know, of course, I Google almost everything. You know, and uh, they were talking spirit animals and some of the meanings behind that. I forgot exactly what it meant. Just, you need to figure out what, which direction. Because if it was heading north to south, that means something totally different if it was heading from south to north. Hmm. East to west means totally different if it was than if it was heading west to east. Does that make any sense? Or did I just oh, no, it makes sense. So I if, I, just if I'm... No, <laughs> no, no, no. I'm trying to get my, uh, my navigational bearings. If I'm standing in the... So the grave always faces east. The headstone. Mm -hmm. The heads always face east. Um, in in America, and so um, the herring originally was heading east, and then as it got to where I was, it turned, and so at a ninety degree, it turned, and then it turned again and continued heading east. Ninety degrees left or right? It turned right, and then it turned left again and continued heading east. So it basically, because there's a tree line there. So it had to avoid so that tree line, then it went past it. It's heading east. It was heading east, and, but when it turned, it would be heading, what, south? South, and then it turned and again to head east. east. 
Yeah. Okay. So but the only reason it turned is because there's a tree line, and it was it was literally maybe about 12 feet off the ground, and there's a big tree line there, so it it had to avoid the trees. But it turned and went east, so it was heading east. So, I mean, it didn't turn for any spiritual reason, I don't think. It just turned because I'm flying low and there's a tree that's yeah. going head east. So, yeah, it was heading from west to east. Okay. Uh, you've got different kind of haltings, too. You've got the vigil. You've got uh, just your regular halting. Then you've got polar guys. Then you've got demonic. So, that's, that's something else that was on my mind. I wanted to so, let's break those down. Residual being? Residual is unintelligent. It's just like an energy record player. Over, just like... Somebody walks through that door every, every night, it, same time. Yeah, it's uh, like like brick. Brick is absorbs. Wood wood absorbs. Okay, I've heard I've heard artists talk about this. They're in a studio or they're in a theater, and icons have played in this theater or icons have recorded in the studio, and they talk about there's a different energy. Yeah. There's a different there's, vibe. It, it stores energy, and that energy... Yeah, it's played like a red flag. Like, it's like in a battlefield, yeah. a cannon going off. So that okay. I have experienced. Now, I don't know about the cannon bar, but if you have a residual home in your house, it's easy to get rid of. We got rid of a little girl. Uh, wasn't real little girl. Probably 13-year-old girl. In this lady's house in South Pittsburgh, we got rid of. She didn't. You got to do something. She didn't like. She didn't. She didn't. She was uncomfortable with that continuously. Every day. We went there and got rid of. Um, you know, it wasn't. It wasn't throwing pots and pans at her. Residual or, off. It's or just stuff like, a like that. It won't. It won't. The residual will not bother you. It's. It's just like a cadence. It just keeps playing. It's playing. It's not working. So that that sounds just more like just a, a vibration. Yeah. There's nothing there. I mean, it's just, it's just a. Well, there is something there. Their, their, their energy. Well, is, let me let me rephrase there. that. Uh, I throw a rock in the pond, and the wave goes. The the rock's gone. This is just the ripples. Right, and then they come back, and so or or the wind blows and the waves move. So I see that. Um, so that's residual. What's the other? So a regular haunting would be it, it, a ghost that's in your house that's that's intelligent that moves things that you hear it talk or you can get EVPs that you can hear it walk. Uh, it's in different places in your house. It's not like a record playing over. That's intelligent. That can communicate with you. Okay. And it could it be mean? Yes. Could it be nice? Yes. Either way, that that's an intelligent haunting. Uh, that's the ones that creep people out more than anything because it's moving things. Uh, it's turned lights off and on. Okay, have you seen, like, objects actually moved? Oh, yes. I said, I brought, we brought something home with us a while back, and I had to get rid of it. <laughs> My wife says you've got doors open, down. lights coming off and on, and we got it on the spirit yeah, box. We got, yeah, we got and, it on the backwards box. And I, I, we had to leave one day, and I said, Pete, before we get back, get rid of this in the house. Before we get back, we got rid of it. I said, because me and the family had to leave. I said, get rid of this thing when I get back. I went, gone. It didn't come back. It was gone. Okay, so you got, and poltergeist. Poltergeist, it can be violent. That's where you walk in. You may have 10 chairs stacked on top of each other. You may have the doors open at the camera. Everything just, just slammed everywhere, like a movie poltergeist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a poltergeist. Uh, uh, they can come and go. They may disappear for 10 years, and they may come back. They may stay 10 years constant. 
So when you go in to get rid of them, what are some things you do to get rid of them? Well, uh, I use prior and frankincense and myrrh now. And I, we used to use sage, but I won't use sage no more. Why is that? The Bible's against it. It's a sin to use sage in a ritual act. And I somebody asked me this. I haven't seen I, that. I always but... use sage, but Google it. I Googled it, and it showed me the scriptures, and it says that God wants you to use him, not use sage, because sage was used, witches used it. Right. And, uh, a lot of and, shaman, and, a lot of pagan religions and, and, rely and, on and sage. There's nothing wrong with burning sage in your house. No, no, it's, it's a beautiful using smell. using sage as a ritual act if you're getting rid of stuff prior. A lot of Native American prayers. And I dug into that, and sure enough, and some other team members on us dug it, and, they, and Justin is on our team. He called me and says, Larry, you're right. And so I said, well, we didn't know it was a sin until we was educated on it. Yeah. So I said, do I still have sage now? Yeah. Do I tell my team not to use sage? No, I don't. Uh, that's each individual. Me, myself, I won't use sage. And I have felt a lot better now when I use my Bible and when I pray and when I use frankincense and myrrh. I do feel better about myself now than when I use sage. But does sage work? You better believe it works. It won't work on a demon. But on a ghost, you're gone. You have to get rid of it. But a demon, it won't work. You're going to have to... You gotta bring the big dogs in on demon. All right. <laughs> hey, Larry, Pete, I appreciate it. I know you gotta go. You got a yep. meeting here in a little bit. I appreciate you guys taking time to do this. Thank you. And again, how do they follow you? Uh, Facebook. Oh. Uh, uh, Star Mountain Paranormal and Research, and then we have uh, Haunted Adventures on uh, Facebook or hauntedadventures.org. Dog org. Be dog all right. Now. Hey, I'll put all this on the show notes. Hey, you guys, take it easy. Say bye.